Hey there, let's face it. Today's internet world is so saturated and everyone is fighting for their number one spot to be visible. It is no longer about running ads and having thousands of people on your email list. It is about building relationships and networking with others to grow your business and become visible. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm a podcast launch strategist and I help service-based business owners develop and deliver their message to the world by using platforms like podcasting and bringing valuable content to those who need to hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I have Terry today on the podcast. How are you doing today, Terry? I am great, and I want to say hello to you. Oh, thank you so much. We're so happy to have you on. So can you tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I'm a serial entrepreneur that had a purposeful awakening, and I sold my business in 2008 and started over and uh, started kind of like a purposeful shark tank to kind of bring my faith together with my passion for inspiring others and my gift for growing businesses. So I started a portfolio of companies and we've got five purposeful companies. And the last one that we launched in the middle of the pandemic, which took a lot of faith, is shiftco.global. And it's a community and a business growth platform for purposeful entrepreneurs. Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to we dive into this. So let's talk about the inspiration behind you starting your business. What was that like for you? Yeah. So the first business, which our portfolio is called Share on Purpose. And the in the name kind of says it all is I really wanted to share my gift for growing businesses and invest in purposeful ideas. So it was like I said, it was a purposeful shark tank. And the funny thing is, is I failed miserably. So all of the things I knew about growing businesses, you know, two decades prior to that, taking companies public, I had had just an incredible track record. None of them worked (laughs) in purposeful businesses. So that was really, I mean, that was a huge failure. Those first couple of years with Share on Purpose. I mean, I, I, but I couldn't quit. I mean, I just knew I was being called to this, you know, kind of divinely called up and that I needed to be a student rather than an expert. And so I just couldn't quit and I kept going. And then once I figured it out, then I kind of got on this passion to help other purposeful entrepreneurs grow their business so that they can make a business and be financially successful. Awesome. I love that you didn't quit, number one, and that even though you, that you, we call it, well, we say fail, but even though it didn't work out, you pivot and you shift and you try something else, but then kind of stayed in the, in the same road or the same path. I think the problem with us entrepreneurs, especially starting out, is when something fails or something doesn't go right, we automatically say that's not it. And then we leave it and then we go on to something else versus shifting and pivoting and trying different things just to stay in it, just to stick with it. So I really admire that. Yeah. And I think, you know, it was funny because I, ha- having been a serial entrepreneur and having been successful, I knew how hard it was. So when I started Share on Purpose and then Shiftco as well, 
I knew it was going to be hard. The, the thing that I didn't really grasp is how different when you're trying to build a business that makes the world better in some way, and when you're truly being conscious and purposeful, a lot of the business growth, you know, lead magnets and click funnels and all the stuff that people teach out there, they just don't work. They're not authentic. So I, it, it was almost like I cared too much about this divinely inspired business that it hurt a little bit more. The failure hurt a little bit more because I knew I was doing something that was bigger than myself. But at the same time, because it was bigger than myself, I couldn't quit. And so I just said, I have to find a way and I, I've got to approach it differently. And so I just started, you know, the funny thing is I, when I think back is I just started thinking about how can I serve people rather than selling or marketing all the stuff that I knew, which was, you know, marketing, marketing, promotions, discounts, you know, lead magnets, all this stuff that used to work for me in other businesses that don't work in a purposeful business. I just said, you know what, I'm just going to serve people and see where that goes. And that was the, that was really the pivot point that really began to make things start to work. And that's when I understood that truly divinely inspired businesses, they have like a different energy to them, like a a divine flow and that you really have to focus on serving, not selling. I love this because everybody who's on like an online entrepreneur or knows about it has started the the lead magnet train. (laughs) I'm one of them. And yeah, I'm so happy that you say that, you know, it didn't this particular, when you did it this way, it didn't work for you, like doing the lead magnet and everything like that, because that, doesn't always work. It does not. I'm starting to know that <laughs> you have to continue to like you shift and figure things out. So I'm really happy that you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and again, I mean, I used to, I was a master of those tools. I had a 40 person marketing consulting company. Our brands were some of the largest in the world. You hired us when you wanted to grow. Holy guacamole was a client. Target was a client. So, you know, we knew how to grow businesses, but none, I would say not none, but the majority of those techniques, when you're doing something divinely inspired and purposeful and meaningful, they just don't work because they're not authentic. Like if you really think about it, a lead magnet or a click funnel or, you know, a sales squeeze page, all of those are designed to get someone to buy. And if you really think about you know, a divine calling in your business or a purposeful business, that just doesn't feel right. So how do you shift that and say, rather than trying to get someone to buy, I'm going to find ways to serve people until they buy that little pivot in just a different way, rather than trying to get someone to buy, I'm going to find very easy ways to serve people until they're ready to buy. And if I just look at it from that standpoint, one of three things happens. They either buy, they refer somebody to me who will buy, or they find some other way to you know, pay it back because they felt served by me. And so that was really the catalyst for me to think differently about growing purposeful companies. I love this. I really do. And for those of you who are listening out there, it is okay to serve people. It's okay. And I, on, I know all the noise on the internet says you have to do it this way. No, you don't. You have to, you know, lead through your heart and know that each person is a person, like a number that people sign up, especially for your lead magnet. They're a person and <laughs> not a number. So 
I am all for serving. And then, you know, like you said, people are referring people to you and you come top of mind when you do service first. So I really, really love that model. I really love it. Yeah. Um, And it it works, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, you know, Shifco was our fifth company plus the portfolio. So that's six purposeful companies in 12 years and it works. And so, you know, if you, it's like detaching from the outcome, just focus on serving at the same time, expect that people will buy from you. Just don't connect the two. I love this. I'm writing this down. <laughs> awesome. So can you remember a time in your business or starting out where you had a hello moment? Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I have had so many. So my favorite story to tell. So I started this portfolio of companies in both investing and starting conscious businesses. You know, failure, failure, failure. Okay, it starts to work. Failure starts to work. Okay, now it's really working. We're making money. And I'm like, okay, finally, I'm going to actually make some money from this. And we're just rolling. I mean, you know, the, our largest business was screaming successful. The next couple were at least profitable and, you know, it was working. And I was like, finally, we're there. And then our, that business largest client cancels their service with no notice. So they, they basically kind of broke their contract and we kind of got stuck with hundreds of thousands of dollars of cost. So in a period of one month, we lost about $200,000. It was horrific. And then because we had to lay off staff, then we started losing clients after that. And it was like this, you can almost kind of hear the, like a building falling down, you know, just one after another, it was crumbling. It was horrible. So at the end of nine months, we had lost close to $750,000. I was in debt more than I can even imagine. It was horrific. But because my faith is so strong, I had this feeling that this this horrific failure. So this was 2018, 2019, that it was leading me to something like I could almost kind of feel my DNA changing. And I remembered, you know, just being outside and just kind of feeling this grace kind of wash over me. And I thought, you know, I think I'm going to be great, really grateful, not just be okay with the failure, but I think I'm just going to be really grateful for this failure. Cause I can tell, even though it hurts, it's leading me to something. And as I was thinking about that, I remembered a tattoo. It was like a temporary tattoo that I'd seen that said grateful. And somebody had sent it to me as a gift. And I thought, I'm going to put that temporary tattoo on my arm. And so I walked around for a week with this temporary tattoo that said grateful. And every time I opened my arms in some way, I could see it. And it was so magical for me in the midst of this horrific financial loss that I decided that I was going to actually get it permanently tattooed to my arm because I never wanted to forget to be grateful for everything, especially the failure. And, and I, it changed my life because I just started being grateful for everything. If we lost a client, I was grateful for it. If a bill collector called, I was grateful for it. If they gave me, you know, time to, you know, I told them what had happened. And if they gave me time, I was grateful for it. You know, if we want a client, I was grateful for it. And I stopped being high when things were working and low when things they weren't. And I just started focusing on being grateful for everything. 
And so that's probably my favorite story to tell is to just be grateful for everything. And I believed it so strongly that I got the word grateful tattooed on my arm. So I would remember it every day. Isn't it amazing how when our minds shift, things start to shift? Yeah. I, I think that is so beautiful. I really do. I, it's so wonderful. Like just, just, just something so simple like that for you to just have just a temporary tattoo on your arm it just to constantly be reminded and you changing your thought pattern and everything it is so beautiful i can get into this and everybody knows i could talk for days so we're gonna move along (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you i'm a church girl i love the bible i love the lord i love everything about jesus everything and i can talk for days and days about it so I'm going to move right along. (laughs) Hey there, are you looking to start a podcast without the tech overwhelm? Let me guess, you probably searched on Google and YouTube on how to get started, but the instructions and video left you feeling like, huh? Well, look no further because I have a free guide on how to jumpstart your podcast without the complex tech talk. Head on over to hellocsdorsey.com slash JSP. Again, it's hellocsdorsey.com slash JSP. In this free guide, you will get a Get Started questionnaire, a list of resources, an outline for your show notes, a plan your podcast calendar, a schedule for your episodes, and a podcast checklist. Head on over to hellocsdorsey.com slash JSP and download it now. I cannot wait to listen to your first episode. So let's talk about rocket fuel, building an authentic growth engine. Can you talk more about that? Yeah. So one of the things, there are two things that I really cracked the code on and share on purpose and succeed on purpose, which was our first company. And that was, you know, really divinely inspired. But the two things that I cracked the code on, the first thing is I call it a conscious business growth platform. I know I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to talk about the second one, but I'll just mention the conscious business growth platform is what do you need to focus on at the stage that your business is at to get to the next level? So that's what that is. That was the first kind of big crack. The second crack is this idea, I call it authentic demand generation. And what authentic demand generation is, is how do you put a method in place to serve until someone is ready to buy? Back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. And so I... I have a very kind of operational mind and and I'm always looking for methods and things to make to make it repeatable. So we started experimenting with this. This was probably 2012, 2013 timeframe. And and so I developed this system that I wanted to share with your listeners that you know people have said is rocket fuel. That's where that comes from. And it's called authentic demand generation. And it's there's it's called the four F's. So F number one is friend. If you think about friend, they know you and they like you. So my rather than trying to get someone to buy, I try to grow my friends. And, and I have different ways that I do that. When I teach it, I teach people to do what you love. So I like to speak on podcasts. So I'm basically making friends right now. We're now friends. We, we know each other. You know, we're in each other's lives for a reason. So we have, we have awareness of each other. So Friends is step one. And then the key with step one is to do things that you enjoy to grow friends. Like I don't enjoy live networking, so I don't do it. Not just because of COVID, but because I'm introverted. So I don't do that. 
I do like social media, so I do that. Somebody else might not like social media, so they can't grow their friends that way, so don't. So you just identify three or four activities that you enjoy doing that are going to grow your friends with no attachment to them buying from you. It's not like you're running up and giving them your card. You just you know, connect with them and find ways to serve them. Another way to think about that is I like to think of it as net weaving versus net working. So when you're net weaving, you're just simply looking to serve people in a way that helps them versus networking is I'm trying to get, you know, your card, I'm trying to get a lead. So it's, it's just doing everything with a, a very pure motive, if you will. So friend is step one. That's the first F and you do activities that you enjoy doing, whatever they are, three to four of them that allow you to grow brand awareness. The second thing is a friend to a follower. So a follower is somebody that's like, hey, I really like, I like what you're saying. I'm going to pay attention. Like, you know, I'm on social media, you know, we don't always follow everybody we're friends with. So it's the same concept. And a follower is now interested. So they're curious. They are going to attend your free events. They're going to take your quiz or whatever it is. They're going to read your blog you know, whatever you're doing to create friends, they're going to be interested in it. That doesn't mean they're ready to buy, but it's an authentic way to nurture people by just serving them. And then when they become a fan, the beautiful thing about the third F is they don't need to buy from you. A fan is somebody that either does buy or they start referring people to you because they really are like loving what you're about. Even if they don't buy it, they will start referring to people to you. And what I found with one of my concepts, Succeed on Purpose, this was the first one that we started in our portfolio, is people that I had developed these friends with, they started reading my blog and attending my free events and using my tools. And they were falling in love with my brand, but they didn't necessarily need it. They just loved my message because it was spiritual and they could tell it was authentic, they would start referring clients and people would buy you know, our various programs and they would say, well, you know, somebody on my team would ask them, well, how did you find out about it? And they'd say, so-and-so referred you. She's on your newsletter list. And she sent me one of the blogs and she told me you guys were great. And we would check and the person who had referred them had never purchased our services. So that that third F is, you know, people miss that. They're, we're so busy trying to get someone to buy that we just forget that if we just created fans, those fans will either buy or they could refer people to us because we serve them well. And then the last one is a fanatic and a fanatic buys and buys again and refers. And so what we, what we teach in Shiftco, which is our conscious entrepreneur community, is how do you create fans and fanatics? Well, it starts with friends, and then by serving those friends, they become followers. No attachment to any outcome. It doesn't take as long as people think. And then as you cultivate those relationships and you connect with those people and you serve them genuinely, they will buy and or they will refer or try to help you in some way. You know, it's the it's the concept of reciprocity. And then eventually a portion of them will become fanatics. And The beautiful thing about fans and fanatics is you never have to struggle for income because you've served people in such a way that it's so authentic. You've built a relationship with them. And when they're ready to buy, they will buy. 
And then when, if that's a, if it's a good experience, they will bring more people to you. So that's what we call rocket fuel, the authentic demand generation system. And it's just a way to systemize those four F's and it just works. It's magic. It just, it feels good and it feels authentic. I love this. I wrote them all down. This is awesome. The four F's. So we have friend, follower, fan, and fanatic. You got it. Awesome. I love this. Oh, and this is so true because, you know, I started off like with the follower part, like you hear about someone and then, okay, so I'm using Russell Bronson for instance, ClickFunnels. I am a ClickFunnels fan. (laughs) So I heard about him. I started, you know, looking at his software and everything. Then I start following him. Then I start, you know, becoming a fan of what he says. And then the fanatic part, yes, I have felt that because I think I bought literally every time he has said something he had, I think I purchased it. And Mm -hmm. I don't even use some of the things that, you know, he stated. I use, what do you call it? Funnel scripts. Yeah. But that's Jim Edwards. I use funnel scripts. I go back and forth with ClickFunnels. I was at his did his two comma club, everything that he have, if you know, that's within my budget or within reach, I've purchased and I became a fanatic. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, that's me. (laughs) And so the funny thing is, so let's talk about that because, you know, you, you responded positively to that. Other people may not. The point is it doesn't matter if it served you, you know, it served you. And And the key is knowing who you want to serve, knowing how you want to serve them. And when you match those up with the people who want to be served that way, that resonate with that work and, you know, you gift them things and, you know, and you serve them so well, they will bring you more people and they will purchase from you. So, you know, it's, we make it sometimes too hard. It's, it's just this spirit of authenticity. You serve people who value what you do. You build relationships with them, friend, follower, fan, fanatic. When you have lots of fans and fanatics, you never have a revenue issue. I love it. This is gold. I love it so much. Awesome. So any last minute advice you have for our listeners out there? I think the last thing I would say is, you know, since you mentioned faith, I mean, I, one of my quotes is when you face your fears, you grow your faith. That's one of a Terry Maxwell original quote. When you face your fears, you grow your faith. And the funny thing about entrepreneurship is it's like a giant fear grinder. Like you have no choice, but you will face every single fear you've ever had as an entrepreneur. And, and I just tell people since your audience is faithful, that your faith will get you through the downs of your business and you can trust it, you can rest in it, and it will always take you to someplace higher. I'm, you know, it's kind of like you're being called up. Yana Van Zant says you're a spiritual warrior now, you're being called up. And I just really do believe that, that entrepreneurs that are trying to do good in the world, we're being called up to do business in a more authentic way you know, a more spiritual way, a more divine way. And so I just would encourage your listeners. It is hard and don't anybody let you tell you it's not, it is hard, but you're being called up and you can always count on your faith to get you through. Yes, definitely. I love it. So where can everyone find you? Yeah, probably the best way is shiftco. So S-H-I-F-T-C-O dot global 
And there's some free training on there, including a training on this authentic demand generation system. So they can go to shiftco.global and they can hit the tab that says free training. And then you just put in your email address. This is a great example of how we create friends who follow. There is there's several great programs on there, but one of them is on this authentic demand generation system. And somebody could watch that module and put that method in place. Awesome. Perfect. We will definitely link those up in the show notes. So we'll have it available. So all people have to do is just click and go directly to it. That sounds awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad I'm now part of your community and and I will definitely be sharing your podcast with our community and with others. And, you know, thank you for doing the work that you're doing because you're the folks that you have on. It's just an inspirational message. And I think more people need to hear that. Oh, thank you so much. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. Join me next week for more valuable bombs, tips, and tricks on how to grow your business by taking action. If you like this podcast, subscribe and leave us a review or take a snapshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at csdorsey underscore hello. We would love to hear from you.